Are you ready for this? Your boys are back. Show dog. It's WrestleMania 15. <laughs> Main event, The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Gola. Whitey, again, that motherfucker just hit a third. Suck my dick, New York. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, holy fuck, that guy hit some tanks, baby. And KG. It's, it's tough. As I, can, I, don't, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm sorry. I just got worked up about Girardi. I fucking hate the guy. <laughs> Bringing you hot take after hot take. It's BDB. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the kid is getting yep, after it today. Yep. You know what I learned? Last time we did it live, I had the high energy. It, it started, and uh, the whole episode went really well after that, I feel like. <laughs> so, you know, I figure if I bring the energy right from the get-go, we'll get the boys jumping. Uh, I like it. Today's episode, we're going to talk Celtics, probably some Saudi League. We haven't, none of us have, like, discussed anything of what we're doing really today. Uh, maybe I'm missing something, too. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit to Sean Watson. And then, like, just a bunch of small stuff. But let's bring up the fact that we have the number one golfer in the state of Maine <laughs> joining the podcast <laughs> for his second time. Recurring guest. He's our only he guest, guest. And he is a yes. recurring guest. Keith James Brennick, welcome back. Thank you, sir. Number one in my own mind, at least. That's right. Well, hell of a round you had there, dude. Hell of a round. How yeah, many rounds? Bad. How many rounds do you have in your life where you finished in the seventies? Oh, I. I, I feel like you probably had a I ton of them, like when you were playing, like every day. Yeah, but no, I don't think so because I never really played eighteen holes at a time. So it's I yeah. don't think I maybe like three. Yeah, nice. I used to play nine break. holes on and I'd break forty, but. I think yep. I just could never. I never played 18 holes. Mm-hmm. I, play, I shot 39 today too, by the way. Yeah, that's feeling pretty good, aren't you? The kids are gonna be. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, dude. You're gonna be. Uh, they'll be playing at a lower handicap than I will be here come September. It can, it can all go downhill real fast, though. <laughs> oh yeah, you'll be fucking you know, sandbagging like Shory does. Hey, it's a good strategy, I guess. Uh, Shory, that must be the best you've ever felt playing golf, though. Oh my God. Yeah, it really was like, I was just like, I've never, I've never walked up to a tee box and felt confident. Like I'm going to put this right in the fairway mm-hmm. down, like right where I want it as far as I can. Um, never have I ever done that. Even on That's the fun. par threes at the back nine. Like I was like, I'm just going to put it right on. Like I was feeling good putting them on the, they were the shortest par threes I've ever played, but mm-hmm. um, putting it well, on the green. Basically playing the senior tees. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's it's true. Valid point. That's true. I petitioned for that one pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Hole ten is like you would think. Hole ten would be one of your worst holes going into it, like on paper, because you you have a big. I don't know. Is a draw, slice, whatever it is. Uh, but it's a complete dog like right. And that was your best hole, probably. I think of the day. That's true. That's true. I yeah. I hit one, and I, we had no idea where it went. 
And by the time I got up there, I was like, oh, that is far and down yeah. the middle. Yep. That was a fun day. Um, so I haven't even, I have not talked to the boys about this, but when we bring on a guest, and if you look at the calendar, I have created a calendar and a thing. We have other guests already lined up. Um, oh. So we have a couple more guests next week. Um, I'm really working OJ because he is the champion of team golf. Um, mm. he says he doesn't really want to be on it, but I'm still working him. And, uh, T rough has also agreed to join next Wednesday as well. Oh, or maybe that's a couple Wednesdays away. I can't remember, but he is also locked and ready to go and excited. So when we bring on a guest, uh, we're going to do some rapid fire questions. Uh, Keith, are you ready? Oh man. Okay. You didn't just for our guests, just for our guest. Hey, if you're going to uh, have rough on, you're going to start this thing at like 6 PM because he's in bed by seven. I told him he's going to take a nap. I did tell him that he knows he's going to take a nap. Um, so basically what I want to do is I want to find some guests that we could get like used to talking to that we knew that we know before we start bringing on people that we don't really know. So like we can get better at interviewing them or like asking questions and, and like commute, like communicating with them. So number one, rapid fire, quick answers, favorite beer and place to have it. Bud Light golf course. Better athlete, mum or dad? Oh, dad, by far. <laughs> What's your most valuable possession? My dog. Top three athletes all time. Your MJ. favorite. Top three favorite athletes all time. Favorite. MJ, Tom Brady, Derek Jeter. Uh, drunk as you ever been. My <laughs> <laughs> first birthday. Good. Good answers. That was quick. That was good. Didn't have to think about them all. That was great. What'd you guys think? It was uh, were your uh, athletes in specific order? Yeah. Were, well, no, were. no. I'd say I go Tom Brady, MJ, and then honestly, if I had more, if I didn't have, it wasn't rapid answers. I probably wouldn't have picked Derek Jeter as my third, but he just popped in my head, so I went with it. I hear you. Hey, rapid fire. They got to be, you, you didn't get like the privilege to know that it was going to happen. So mm -hmm. uh, if Ruff is like next, like or that. maybe John's next, maybe uh, Lids. Oh, yeah. I, I got to, I got to, I need to, I need to verify with him that he'll actually come on. Ah, Lid had mentioned, Lid, Lid was FaceTiming with him a few weeks ago and mentioned it. And um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think, uh, I think I can get him to do it, but I just, I got to work him a little bit more. <clears throat> What on the calendar? What does SG stand for? Special guest. Special guest. Okay. Um, and then what we've learned is like when we bring somebody on, well, when we brought you on, it was like I'm sure you told like a few people that hey, I'm on this podcast, or uh, <clears throat> it's we would be like we would tell people like hey, we have a special guest, and it seemed like everybody we knew would want to listen to it. So actually, your episode that you were on was a spike. Um, so the more people we get on, I think that maybe they'll tell, you know, even if it's like two people and maybe one of those people become a follower, that's huge for us. So in a no couple doubt. of years, that could be a ton of followers. Mm -hmm. Hey, I gotta say, there's nobody on this planet right now that I want to beat more anything than you and OJ. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. For going yeah. so rattled. I wonder if, say if like, because I know Fagol and Keith had the best, they scored the most points. Did we figure it out if like you two were partners again? 
Because were you guys partners first round, first time we played? Yeah. 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 I wonder if you guys would like would have overcame oh, yeah. the, the negative points you had. Well, you know what I mean? We well, I'm we sure would have started with. Oh, I was minus twenty four. Keith must have been twenty seven. So fifty one. No, we wouldn't have. Because I think I had no, twenty five. You were twenty four. Keith, no, Keith was no, twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Twenty one. So it's forty five. No, we scored so. fifty four. We wouldn't have. Yeah. That well, just shows I mean, you how much. We're going against Team Sandbagger here. First, first yeah. round. Yeah. Sandbagger had a lot of first us time you guys yeah. said that I got carried, which I did. The second time, now I'm a sandbagger. You guys got to figure <laughs> out what I am, other than champion. You're. I have a been. Listen, I have been known to let you guys know that I can win. I feel like I've been very calm about my winning. Like, I feel like I, a couple years ago, I might have never let it down. But I, well, you're calm about it. You're, you're calm about it because you know it's a crock of shit. <laughs> uh, you know, there's like an asterisk behind it. It's like, I feel like I'm calm about it because it was such a bad blowout. So uh, we probably—I don't think we talked. We didn't talk about this on air last week, but we might have talked about it afterwards. I don't really remember a whole lot. <laughs> All right, so I, I sent these guys the scorecard from this last weekend, and it basically just shows you uh, whenever anyone scored a point. And so I think it's crazy is that the final six holes, Shorey scored at least one point for his team, and OJ the final five holes scored at least one point for his team. So combined. You know, the last five holes, they both put up at least one point each, which is a solid way to finish the round. Yeah. Good feeling. And I, like, if you look at Keith's, he scored on every hole besides three. And Fregola scored on, I think, the final every hole nine four. out of ten, nine of ten holes, I think. So, yep. just shows how yeah, hot you guys were. I started paying more attention to the app and the actual score probably for the last six holes. And it was like, I kept on holes, getting two points, and somehow you and OJ kept furthering the lead and i was like how is this yeah. happening mm-hmm. so it rhymes with schmitey holes and i was like i just gotta try to beat goal on the overall leaderboard now yeah yeah it rhymes with schmitey that's why that's why you can catch us <laughs> i don't know I, what uh, it be, but hey i wasn't sure how i was gonna like this quota score because i've never love played it. it before and i actually do love it i think it's really cool uh i, I like the fact that you don't get really penalized for having a blow up hole. You could cart a 10 and it's not going to hurt you. Um, sure. And then I like the fact that like, it's not a best ball thing. So like you and your partner, if you both have a great hole, you don't like almost get penalized for it. I kind of like that. So yeah, yeah. that was a cool format. I felt like there was a couple holes where I just sucked like in the front nine that I sucked in my ball. And I was like, literally just like, dude, if you just like talking to OJ, like we just need one point. So if you can get this on two, but, Mm-hmm. Then we'll get a point and we'll just take the one point for now and like trying to coach points to each other, like back and forth. Yeah. Which was fun. Um, all right. So we'll talk Celtics game two. Um, did not nail that one. Um, was the total opposite. Um, Gola absolutely nailed it with a, uh, said it was going to be a fucking old fashioned smoke show. And it was, and Kev said, there's no way they could lose and nailed it. So the whole us being experts, eh, we're the closest thing to it, but we're not perfect. Keith, what do you? I mean, I know we're like we're tied one one, but 
What's that, What's KG? That? I said, and it's obviously 1-1, but how do you see the series playing out if you had to predict it? Yeah, we're going to go to seven. Celtics are going to win it in seven. But On the road. It's, it's pretty road simple. Team. It's pretty simple. Celtics need to take care of the ball. I mean, it sounds so simple. Just take care of the ball and make your shots. And the 18 turnovers a game is not going to win it. That ain't going to be good. It definitely shows no. they don't have a true true point guard. And they got to figure something out in the third quarter because this getting yeah. like getting their shit getting their shit pushed in and being outscored like twenty to twenty five every fucking third quarter is gonna lead to them just getting blown out of the series because they're not gonna do what they did in game one every night. Yeah. And unless they have a 10, 15 point lead going into the half. They, they just can't keep doing. It. They got to figure it out. I I don't I know what it is. They could have a twenty-five point out. lead, and I would not feel comfortable. I would be like, no, bite, but bite at, least if they, at least if they get right, if at least if they get outscored by twenty-five, it, you're, it's a fucking even game yeah. going in the fourth. But yeah. I they they just they're not going to do what they did in the in game one in the fourth quarter again. So they have to figure something out. I I don't know what it is. They just got to um, come out with intensity and, and just match it. I do think that you know. I, I don't think that the refs were the reason why they lost. I thought Draymond was a absolute monster on the court, dude, in the first half. But he was doing I, some banana stuff and getting away with it. You know, well, what was stupid, though? I mean, this, is a, this is, goes back to the NBA and how much I fucking hate it. Draymond got teed up first time, whatever. And then he gets in a little tussle he had with Jalen Brown. Now, I'm not saying that I thought that Draymond should have been teed up for that whole little thing. What I have a problem with is Steve Jaffe coming on and saying, yeah. well, he's already got a technical, so they're going to fact take that into consideration. Well, no. If it's if the his act or whatever he does or says warrants a technical, you give him a technical foul. And that's what another thing I hate about the fucking NBA. They won't throw him out of the game because, oh, he's already had another one. So we, we got to give him some leniency and then he can go, go around and act like a fucking goon the rest of the half. And they're not going to do anything about it. I, it, I, that's, I just, the NBA with shit like that is so fucking dumb. If it's a technical foul, like originally it's a technical foul. If he still has one, that's, I, I just think it's fucking stupid. I know you don't want to let like an ejection affect a series, but don't let the guy act like a fucking idiot the whole half. And not do anything about it. That's what, what I have a problem with. The uh, the re- the referee that came on there, what's Jaffe? Jaffe? What's his name? Steve, Steve, Steve Jaffe. Steve Jaffe. Is is he employed by the NBA or employed by like TNT or TNT, whatever? TNT, I think. It is. I think it's TNT. As, but, I say if you no, I I completely agree with you, Fugol. I was gonna say if he was still employed by the NBA and he was a part of like the um replay crew or something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it would be an absolute brutal take Ooh. be really bad but the fact that he's like like a tnt uh employee now i it's still bad it's still bad <laughs> wrong right, because it's it has to be somewhat concerning because he i mean he officiated a couple of years ago so it's clearly conversations the league probably has when they're talking yeah. to these guys and they're saying okay hey, they had to have been them shitting up. themselves here in it and that's yeah. i'm like what the fuck like that's the thing that bugged me the most and again I, I'm not, I do think there were some ridiculously fucking horrible calls in that first half. The one on Jalen Brown when Gary Payton just fell over or like thought he was going to oh. get hit, missed the layup. Didn't even touch that, him. And I think that and that was Jalen's second foul. Jalen came out cooking. Yeah. That fucking second foul got him out of his rhythm. 
and I'm again, I'm not blaming the refs. The Celtics got their no, shit. No, they still would have lost this game. They, they would have, but there was a few things in that first half. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, I yeah. just, I don't know. Dude, there was a play where Grant Williams was in front of Draymond, and he just absolutely bodies it, like buries him. Like, it would have been, like been a personal foul in football. That's how fucking he rough it was. Like, he looked like a fullback clearing a fucking VA gap. And it's like, you know what? I and you, I, I mean, I think I, you guys have known this, I, because I do like Golden State a lot. Easily my second favorite team because of Steph, but I also love Draymond. I think I've defended them saying he's like the like the newer Rodman. Uh, I love it. Like he challenged referees. Like you guys don't have the fucking balls to call anything on me, and he right. he made he put them in a shitty situation with that crowd. And credit to him for like realizing it playing it up, and then not only that, he fucking was in every every Celtics player after the game was like, nah, not in my head. Bullshit. He was in every, he had real estate in every one of your heads. He was just like Horford in your head. Grant Williams, oh my God, you're dead. Uh, Jalen Brown never made a shot after that. Uh, Jason Tatum got into it with him, and then Jason Tatum got a cheap foul. Like, he was in every one of your heads. Yeah. So uh, what a what a like what a phenomenal player that probably no one will ever talk about like how he well he has to he do something game, but like he he took care of it mentally and like mental is still such a big factor of the Celtics. It's so weird and like with analytics nowadays because like you cannot analytically you can't judge that you know what I mean right. what he does on the court and like I, when like obviously us growing up like we couldn't even do that shit or you'd get like tossed out of the game easily because mm-hmm. they just tee everything but. Like, sure, when you were ever playing AU, like, down south, like, was that a big part of that, of the games there? Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. It's unreal. I can't tell you how many times I went to run on the court, and, like, I'd get a rebound and outlet it really quick, and a kid would just grab my legs and trip me. I've, and I've never seen it like it. And I would, like, get up and be like, are you fucking, like, what is this? Do you think and they'd just run down you? the other end. And, like, it was on purpose. What's that? Did it ever get to, like, get to you, like, change the Oh, my God. I wanted to punch him right in the face. Like, I was yeah. like, you are literally doing this. Or, um... They started doing, there was a team, or it, it was a couple teams, but there was a team from New York. It was, New York is the worst, but like you, if you see New York on your schedule, you just, you, you're just hate it because they are cheap and they never stop running their mouth. You could be up by 50 and they, if they make a bucket, dude, they'll like, if they have a dunk in a game, all 12 of their guys on the bench are running on the court. I'm like, it's a fucking dunk. <laughs> Anyways, um, they used, they were doing this thing where every time I go up for a jump or anyone on our team would go for a jump shot, they would put their feet underneath your feet so you couldn't land. Oh yeah, brutal. Yeah, it just absolutely yeah. And then uh, what else was there? Oh, there was a team from Florida, and they were unbelievable at it. Like just these little things that I remember. Um, every time there was a free throw, it would like you're supposed to wait till it leaves the hand, and it'd get to like here, and these kids would just they wouldn't go over the line, but they would just bury you in the back of the neck when you went to box them out. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Like I can't turn around and like do it back. They're literally, and the ref was just like. Neh. Get tougher. Yep. That like just playing men's league. Uh, there was definitely guys when they were a certain, like specific people when they were on the opposing team. I fucking hated playing against them. But then there were times like when those people would then join my team like in a different season. Yeah. And they were like the greatest teammates to have. Oh yeah. And I gotta think that Draymond's the same way. Like I bet people just fucking hate playing against him, but they must love having him on the team, even though he's trash offensively. But good call. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I, he obviously 
went into that game was like, I'm going to force the fucking referee's hand. And I agree with Shorty. They don't have the, the, the NBA refs don't have the nuts to fucking do anything about it. No. Unless you like punch somebody, obviously. But like all that small shit, they don't have the balls to do it. Now, maybe they will. I think maybe it'll be a little bit different the next two games in Boston. Cause I do think the rest feed off the crowd and shit like that. I don't think they'll eject him, but I also don't think they're going to let him get away with right. all the shit he's doing either. Well, you, um, you got to also do – I don't think that the refs played into this game, but I do think they would have – No. They would have tried to make keep it close at least because think about it. If it's if – it, if just say if it was Boston going to win this game and they could go on to sweep, how much money would the NBA lose out on without a game five, six, seven? It's got to be hundreds of millions of dollars, but – I mean, I think that they were like, holy shit, we need to make sure we like keep this game close so Golden State has a chance. But then by the time the second half happened, they were just like, eh, fuck it. We don't need to. They blow them out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Was, I, the, yeah, the, the, it was, they get, the, but Boston's got, I mean, for the most part, every other quarter the, the Celt- in, in the series so far, the Celtics have played them fairly even. It's the, the other five quarters, quarter. I should say, because, because the third quarter, they've gotten their dicks punched in. And yeah. then, the fourth quarter, they beat the shit out of Golden State. So, I mean, the other five quarters have been fairly even. It's just somebody's going to figure out what, you know, on the Boston side of it, how to slow down Golden State in the third quarter. But historically, they've been the best, like, third quarter team since they've been on this little dynasty they're on. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll see. I, I think that I think that Smart is going to be the guy who comes out and, like, leads them with it. Like, it's not, like, anything special. Just It's just matching Draymond's intensity and then like obviously like everyone else feeds off it from golden state so it's just imagine that and i think that smart is the guy probably to do that so hey Cole, can you can you just talk shit about tatum real quick because every time you do he goes out and scores like 46 the next game so <laughs> i i don't i don't know tatum actually played i mean i i admit i didn't watch the entire second half i ended up fucking falling he didn't play much the second half um but yeah, I, I don't have much to say about him. Sorry, he actually. What I watched in the first half, he fucking looked great. His shots were cooking, and but what, what do you have? What do you have? Twenty-one in the first half and finished with like twenty-seven. Something Somehow like he managed to go minus thirty-six. I still haven't. I say that's, that. that's the weirdest stuff in that game is that he was minus thirty-six and the next worst was minus seventeen. It's a big, I don't big get gap. It. It's a big I gap. Know. So. Are you, I'm kind of surprised because the Celtics still haven't lost back-to-back games this, this postseason, right? Yeah, right. Uh, and then they're home tomorrow night, and they're only three-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm kind of surprised by that. I would I would think the betting line would draw it up to be a bigger spread, considering they haven't lost back-to-backs. One thing that I want to see is if Rob Williams can move, man. if Because he has looked hobbled these first two games, man. And there was like a little spurt in game one where he played like well and was moving well and he blocked like three or four shots and it was like, okay, there's Rob. But then he, he like started game two on one leg. Uh, and he is yeah. such a big factor in the paint, dude. I know that people think like Golden State is like just jacking up threes every shot. They're really not. They're actually one of like, they, they don't shoot. I don't even think they're in the top like 10 for three point shots. Um, but because they, People overplay it so much they attack the hoop, and when you have Rob in there, it takes that away. But we'll see. I, I also like I bitched last week or last episode on the matchups, and they came out and did the same exact thing, which was shocked me. And it's just garbage. But I don't know. I I, I who am I to question 
Emi. I mean, he's obviously made all the right calls on defense. So we'll see. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I definitely, I can't believe how calm I was for a finals loss. Shocked. I think I'm getting old. I think I'm getting old. I was in bed uh, very early that night. So I didn't. Yeah, I, I think I watched the first, yeah. first two or three minutes of the second half. And I was like, woke up and went to bed. And they were, I think they were down, they were down by a significant amount when I went mm-hmm. to bed. Um, yeah, these nine o'clock start times are killer. Brutal. brutal. Yeah. Brennick, what's your take on uh, Mickelson DJ joining the Saudi League? Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Predictions. Oh, game, game three prediction. Three. Good call. Why am I skipping that? Um, I, I'm gonna go Celtics uh, win by six. Tight one. I hope it's a close game. I'm I'm kind of sick of like these fourth quarters being you know double digit points. It's not fun. Uh, like if I'm staying up till. 12:30 at night. I want it to be a good game. So uh, I think I, I feel like I don't think I picked them at all the entire postseason. But I think the Celtics do win Game Three, but then they lose Game Four. But I hope it's close. All right. Celtics by 12. Boo. That's all. Just just I, say Celtics, but just say nine. Just say nine for my sake. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, I'm kind of with you, Keith. I was going to say Celtics are going to win, but I was going to say like 10 to 15, somewhere in there. I think it's going to be closer, but I think they just pull away at the end. I, I think they bounce back. Don't you want to see like a final possession tie game, Celtics have the ball, and then they come down and win? Don't you want to see that, though? It would be great. Or do you yeah, not want the stress? Be... My blood I couldn't pressure, deal with the stress. stress. My heart can't handle it. The Especially like is, right before bedtime. Like you I would not be able to sleep. Hour. Right, you jacked yeah. up after. I'd be so yeah. jacked up that I just wouldn't know what to do. I, I don't want that, Kev. Like, I, know. I think about the Celtics winning is what I want, number one. Number two is my own health. Yeah. Like, I need to be able to make it through the night. I need to be able to make it through the week. Um, so. Uh, one, one last question before this move in. Sorry. So, uh, do you guys, like, yell even if it's a late game and it's a close game like that? Say if it's, like, 12 o'clock and, like, there's people sleeping in your house. Like, do you get excited and yell? The only uh, sport that I still get really ex- like excited about and yell is the Patriots is football. I don't, or if like, you know, if it was like a Bruins in the playoffs and they hit an overtime winner or something, I might like, you know what I mean? But yeah, um, the Patriots, the only one I really get like. I usually yell if I'm pissed, like not like, Mm-hmm. scream but i'm like what the fuck are you doing grant williams why are you chirping the best chirper of all time like what are you doing yeah um i don't know if you saw draymond's press conference today um it was he's so good he's gold dude on press conferences i don't know if anyone's that but hey they asked number one they asked him about grant williams talking trash and he was like well i wouldn't have said anything to him but uh i know that i'm i'm i was his role model growing up so when he told me that when i heard that and then he tried to talk shit to me pretty much let him know who you want to fucking be. Um, and then they asked him, they, someone asked him about if, if people did what I did during that game back in the eighties and nineties, that, that they would have taken him out. And he was like, yeah, Cedric Maxwell. I heard that. He's like, uh, I YouTubed you and I couldn't find any videos of you fighting anyone. So like back in the eighties, nineties, there was like three guys who fought people and you played with them. You probably got knocked the fuck out by them. But that doesn't mean that you were a fighter because you played with them. He's like, I, I played with Steph Curry. I'm not going to tell people 10 years from now that, hey, they should have shot that. I would have shot that. 
Like, I'm not a fucking shooter. You're not a fighter because you played in the 80s and 90s. Like, get the fuck out of here. I don't get that. And it was awesome. And I and I agree 100% with all of it. Yeah. Oh. All right. Let's get to the Gal IV. Yep. What was your question? Um, Brennick, do you, how do you feel about Phil, DJ taking the big monies, going Saudi League? That's a no-brainer. No you can't turn that down. That's a no-brainer. 200 mil for Phil, 125 Two. for DJ. 200 is just that's I don't I don't know how you turn it. How about Tiger supposedly turned down nine like, figures, up, right? Yeah, yeah, it was it yeah. was I was a high nine, high nine. So like close to a billion. Talking, people people talking Billy. Yeah, insane. How how is this sustainable? How are they going to continue to run this oil. league and pay for that oil guaranteed money? How's your gas yeah, prices? Oil. But the money's coming from like a Saudi public investment fund, right? So it's like they're trying to make they want to make money off from it, right? And how are you gonna make money if you're paying a guy almost a billion dollars? They're not going you, to. You're buying fans. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like but this is gonna be is, like a one and done. They're gonna have one season and you're not gonna hear about it again. When you say buying fans, honest to God, you it's not that easy to watch it. Like no, I, I think I, you have to pay for it. You have that's to pay gotta be their theory it. though, right? But my point is, is there to me, and I I watch quite a bit of golf. There is nobody that's in that league that it gets me at all interested in watching it. Phil doesn't move the needle anymore for me. Like, yes, I know he won the PGA last year, but to me, Phil doesn't move the needle. He doesn't. He's, DJ is like he's I said, gotta on the be point, a top three favorite golfer though right now. No, I bet he's not now. After this, well, no, now that he like obviously he lost a ton of fans doing this, but I still think going into it, he was probably a top three, and like the most diehard Phils will probably still be diehard, like diehard Phil. And I'm not a diehard Phil, he's my favorite, but I wasn't ever a big golf guy. Um, but I do think that he was probably top three going into it, so they they had to have bought some fans, maybe, but I I don't. I, I just don't see the allure of any of them. Like I said in the like two episodes ago, wherever it was, DJ is obviously world class talent, one of the best golfers in the world. But he's not like he doesn't give you any like Electric he's not an band. interesting guy. Like he's pretty fucking boring. Like he's not somebody that is. I don't think DJ moves a needle. Like I just I don't think that the PGA Tour. I, I do. I think that they would like would rather have DJ on the tour. Yes, but uh, it's not like they're like fuck. Rory went, or like I think Spieth's a big time name, or Ty, yeah. you know, somebody like that. I just think it's like okay, DJ, yeah, he's really good, but you know what? We have enough superstars still left on this tour. If we're gonna lose one of them, I, I think they're fine with losing DJ. I really do. So how much? And then are, the other names. How much is like, like Louis Oosthuizen making? Is he getting any guaranteed money out of this? I, don't I think know they, they all they get a set this. contract. From what I've read, they all get a set contract, and then there's money in the pool for winning, too. And right. it's a they different like format, a, right? So it's three-day format, and there's one other thing about it's different, too. No, like, no cuts. Team, no cuts. no cuts. And there's, like, team events. So that you get paired up with, like, in a draft, and then based on how your team does, like you pair up with, like, four other guys. There's a pool for, like, individual tournaments for money, and then I think there's a year-long pool of money for, like, a t- the team shit. Um, they, but yeah, they, I don't know. One thing they, that they had a bunch of press conferences today and a lot of the guys were saying that 
the making the game more fair because uh, they're doing shotgun starts. So like, you know, everyone's starting on basically on a different hole. So they will say usually that in the morning it's easier to play on a golf course because the sun hasn't come out and dried it all up. So it's not as fast. So they're saying everyone has a fair shot because you're all starting at the same time of the day. And that's probably just PR telling to say that, you know what I mean? Um, But one thing I saw that was funny, it said like, oh, the LIVs, they know they really got it when they got all of the major winners from 2010. <laughs> Phil Nicholson, <laughs> Graham McDowell, Louis Oosthuizen, and Martin Keimer. Yeah. So. But, and that's what I mean. Like, I mean, you're talking, if you look at the, the names, it's Phil and DJ right now. And I, there's rumors that Ricky's going to go to, which he might as well because he fucking sucks in the tour now anyways. But you have those two names, and then the best, the biggest name other than that is, is it Louis Eustazen, Sergio? Like, who gives a fuck about those guys anymore? They, yeah. Like, they're not relevant on the tour. They're just, I mean, I don't I don't know. I just don't. Yeah, I feel like they're just I, they're throwing a bunch of money at these big names, hoping to get other guys to come over, but it's not happening. One one crazy one, like, you guys will not, won't know this guy's name because he just literally turned professional. Like, he was an amateur. He's only 23 years old, but his name's James Piot, P-I-O-T, and like he signed up to do this. So that's like, what would you guys do? Like you're 23 years old. You just turned professional. You have a chance to go play in the PGA Tour. And like, I don't know if you want to say it, do it the right way. Or you have a chance to go over here to the LIV, make this fucking massive money when you're 23 years old. But the league could fold in a year. And then what do you do after that? I think for me, like, I and I, I you know, it's like, easy for me to say because I'm not, I don't have somebody saying, Hey, there's, here's like $50 million or whatever. Right. But I think like when you play golf as a kid, like, like all of us have like, you're the, on the putting green or you're on like one of the greens, you're like, Oh, I got this putt to like win the masters. And like, that's the type of shit that you think of. So I think for me, it's like, it's easy for me to say, like, I would, I, I started to play golf because it's like, I want to win the masters. I want to win the U S open. So it's like, I feel like, in my head, I'd be like, well, that's what I want to do before I do anything else. Like, I want to try to, like, achieve a lifelong goal of mine. And then once I do that, I'll go make my money. And that, I get, that's what I mean. I get why DJ's doing it. Like, DJ's won his majors. He's won his masters. Like, now he's just like, fuck it. I'm going to go get paid. Mm-hmm. So I get it. But I just, to me, I don't know. Same with Phil. $200 million is... Yeah, it's gotta I mean, be. It's, it's literally gonna be impossible to turn it down. Yeah, but I'm. I mean, like you're a 23 year old. You're not. Yeah, you're yeah, not getting that signing bonus. I. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what the situation is, but I feel like 23. I would still be playing in the PGA. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I agree with Gola. Like, I think that's what you grew up doing, idolizing, and like, even that, like, to have a chance to play alongside Tiger, I think would be uh, enticing enough anyway. Um, so, and maybe he has, but, um, I just think that I would stick with that. And then maybe this league gets even bigger maybe you never know. Right. Like I, I doubt it does. I doubt it works out, but I'm just saying that maybe somehow it becomes more popular and you just make more money down the line anyway. So you never know. And I, I think that all this stuff is going to force the tour to make some changes. Yeah. I'm not going to say they're going to have payouts as big as this, 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 the LIV is. But it's going to force them to rethink how they yeah. do things. I do believe that. Yeah. So 
How? Oh, they're free streams you can watch. Okay. Someone said oh, earlier they they, free? They, Yeah. I thought I, I thought you did. I was I, gonna say if if you had to do a like subscription type thing for that, that would have been I feel like an absolute death sentence because there's nothing like when NFL did that for what was it? They put some games on Peacock or they did yeah. on Prime a couple of times. Like that was the worst, absolute it's so worst. So stupid. Like no one does that, and like even this, I'm not gonna like download to see how it's going. To be honest well, with you, they said uh, it's gonna be available on LAVGolf.com, YouTube, and Facebook. So, but you know the Maybe. thing is, is like. To me, I feel like until they can get it on like network television, I can't imagine the ratings are going to be that fucking crazy. Just if you have to go to Facebook, YouTube, or LIV to stream it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong with that, but one cool thing I think they're doing, and I, I I love this side of thing. Like baseball started doing it. Like the golfers will be wearing mics. And I love to he- like I think PJ's done this a couple times too. It's cool to hear like the conversations between a golfer and their caddy, mm-hmm. just to yeah. like get inside their brains They're and so smart, stuff. So yeah. I think I think if they do stuff like that, that makes it cool and like different from the PJ. That's because maybe maybe gives them a chance. But I I think Brennan said it already. I, I could see this folding after a year. I don't I don't know if he truly believes that, but we'll see. Um, next thing, next topic. Don't need to spend much time because I don't want to on him. Deshaun Watson, the whole situation is becoming even a bigger mess. Um, found that the Texans were like getting hotel rooms for him and setting up appointments with non-disclosures for these women, um, up to 66 women. It's it's like absurd. Uh, if and I I just will say this: if Calvin Ridley bet $1,000 on uh, the Falcons to win a game that he wasn't even playing in and got a year suspension. This has got to be, I don't know. I mean, the NFL is probably going to handle it shitty, but I would say it's got to be three years, two two years minimum, yeah. and uh, like ideally three years. Should it be? Yes. Right. Will it be? Not no. a fucking chance. The reason Calvin really got a year is because – the NFL is obviously starting to get in bed with like DraftKings and FanDuel and all these sports books. And if you have a player betting on games, they're going to think it's going to, you know, affects the bottom line. So I, I don't know what they're going to do. They'll, they'll probably suspend them for like fucking three games and then just like, act like nothing happened. Um, but I do think the way more of the shit comes out, Cleveland's got to be like, Maybe we jump the gun on this a little too fast. So just as a reminder, Cleveland gave up uh, first rounder 2022, fourth rounder this past year, first rounder 2023, third rounder 2023, first rounder 2024, and a fourth rounder in 2024. So they gave up a lot of draft stock. So. Wow. I mean, the Browns. One thing, too. I feel like the Browns, they they were they've been in a hole for a while, right? I mean they they've yeah, sucked. They went for, all in on this. They went all in, just begging, not begging, but praying that this is going to work out, and they might have dug themselves a deeper hole. Classic, classic Cleveland's Browns, gonna, by the way. But they still Cleveland's got Baker to fall back on, don't they? Isn't Baker still there? Yeah, but if you're Baker, I'd be like, hey, I'll show Fuck up. I'll do guys. what Sean did. Yeah, I'll show up. I'll put on a practice uniform. You won't see me throw. Mm-hmm. That's what Deshaun did. I think something like a part of this too, though, is obviously Watson's kind of fucked. But 
the Texans as an organization might be fucked too. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know if I want to go as far as to say like they they you know the NFL is gonna like I I can't imagine it make what's his name McNair sell the team or anything like that but it's pretty serious allegations you feel like trouble if if you're like setting these meetings up and making these women sign NDAs that's pretty sketchy shit it's crazy but just just gonna make you a star quarterback happy man at all costs apparently <laughs> it's brutal. So brutal. All right. Um, <clears throat> are you guys good to draft? Yeah. Okay. Um, this was actually presented to us by Keith. I think it was actually before. Was it before or after? Around the golf. Anyways, he said a, a good topic is pick the guys or the people that you would want to golf with the most. Um, and I thought it was great. And then uh, he he was our top golfer, so why not have him on to do it? So um, I have done no preparation. I don't know about you guys. I know two bit. guys that I really want. So uh, I did a little bit, yeah. Keith, you got first. Well, Keith, you will pick in the. Oh my gosh, unreal! In the one spot. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Um, I'll just go in order. Kev, you will pick in the Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh three spot. Got my toy. Angola, you will pick the I I really crunch these bad boys up. Build the suspense of this. Gola will be picking in the Jesus Four Christ spot. Man. So Keith, James Brennick, you're on the clock. On the clock. I'm going with a guy I already mentioned, Michael Jordan. Ooh. You better bring your wallet, bro. I'll say you better bring your fucking <laughs> wallet, dude. I'll have to get a small loan of like ten million dollars just for the wages that we're <laughs> Take a personal we'll loan out. Cigars. And uh, just having a good old time. Hey, yeah, I will. I would agree. He would be on my list of guys to do. Uh, the one time I actually met uh, MJ, his son was uh, my age, Jeffrey Jordan, and uh, he had an AU game right after mine. He was playing OJ Mayo's team. So uh, Jordan just got off the golf course, um, and he had a bag that he walked to the court with. And he was wearing a lime green uh, flannel, like a plaid suit that he just got the golf course with. And he had a bag of all new Jordans that haven't come out yet for all of Jeffrey Jordan's team and OJ Mayo's team. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So Jordan, it's reported he has a 1.3 handicap. At what point did they start using decimals handicap? Like, do they always, like, even if you were like a 15, if you were a 15, could you be a 15.2? Um, you are, yeah. That if you no, I'm actually, actually have like a, you what? I'm a decimal. Oh, they. I didn't know that. I, I got. I don't. Like I the G, G ten or G. What is it? Gin. 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 But I, I just. I guess I've never noticed it unless they were low handicaps. Yeah. No, they do it. I feel like they do it like right from. Yeah, you know, they probably do. I just. I never. I've never had one. So, official. 
Um, I'm taking the other goat. I'm taking uh, TB12. Um, I am definitely bringing shit ton of beers, and I am getting that boy hammered. Uh, I want to hear his stories. I want to hear him chirp. I want to. I want to see it. I mean, it's kind of like uh, oh, they should get MJ on the match, by the way. But um, I do feel like it's kind of cheap because I've already like seen him golf and like heard him all the time. But I think he he is by far the most like entertaining of all the guys that we've seen on the match. Um, to me, he's like good to talk to throughout it. So give me, I gotta give say, me TB12. I gotta, I gotta say, Sherry, I I love Tom Brady. He's my guy. He's like my favorite human being ever, basically. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have him on my list because I watched the match last week, and he has got to be one of the slowest golfers I have ever seen. <laughs> oh my him, god! I would take two minutes every to, minute. for one putt, and it's like, dude, just get it moving, please. And then he would miss it by a mile sometimes <laughs> yeah. too. Uh, it surprises me. He says he has an eight point one handicap. It's that seems really low to me, seeing like how he plays in the TV, but I don't know. Uh, it's on me. Uh, absolutely shocked, but I'm taking Tiger. I think I, I was shocked that he wasn't the number one overall pick. I think that whenever you ever go to a tournament, you just want to follow Tiger. You just want to be around Tiger and to be actually play with this fucking dude. It would be insane. Um, I think he's the greatest to ever do it. So did you think he was Adam Pagola? My top three picks just went, so this I'm fucked. This sucks. <laughs> uh, I was hoping, dude. I don't know for some reason I was hoping you're gonna say some fucking loser like Coach K, so you could like stroke him out. <laughs> out. So, um, KG, the reason I didn't say Tiger is because I feel like he's that guy. He's just dialed in at all times. It's like I want to go out. I want to have some brewskis. Want to have a good time. I feel like Tiger would just be like so focused on his game that it wouldn't even be fun. I feel like I've seen videos, and I feel like when Tiger's wearing shorts, like in practice rounds and stuff like that, I feel like he's a different player. I think the shorts and pants is like what separates the Tiger. Because he's definitely played with like Brady and those guys, and you know they're just fucking shooting the shit, having fun. Mm -hmm. Holy fuck, you guys just threw a wrench in this whole thing. I wouldn't be shocked shocked that on a golf course, Jordan's more competitive than Tiger. Probably. Yeah, that's a good point. Sorry, Um. No, you're, no, you're good. I'm going to go with, I think, who might be the funnest, you're just funnest person to play around a golf with because you just be fucking slugging drinks the whole time. And I'm taking John Daly. Yep. Uh, that would, I Throw think my there, top bro. two would have been, my top two would have been Tiger and Daly. Yeah, yeah I mean, sorry. my whole, like, the whole thing Daly with, like, I agree with, like, Shory with, like, Brady. He's just, like, yeah. He's I would man, be just so. staring at him the whole time, but. Yeah. Watching daily and watching those guys Tiger play would be like, holy shit. Yeah, I mean, what's um, more amazing, John Daly's drive or uh, his consumption of cigarettes and Diet Coke? <laughs> I, uh, probably the Diet Coke and cigarettes. I've point. tried like one cigarette in my life. I've never smoked cigarettes, but I'm pretty sure if I played around with Daly, I might be addicted to them by the end of the round. <laughs> you'd, have to, you'd have to have like, well, you'd have to have 18. <laughs> One of my favorite quotes from John Daly ever, he was on the Pat McAfee show, and he said, uh, they were talking about how many majors he won, and he said, if the Scottish could, well, the the story is golf was invented by a few Scottish guys, and the reason it's 18 holes is because that's when they finished the bottle of whiskey. So he said, if the Scottish could drink faster, golf would be 14 holes, and it would have won 76 majors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. so that's good. Awesome. 
so fucking good. Um, <laughs> Probably true too. My second one. My second one. I think this is just for pure comedy because I think he is one of the funniest fucking dudes ever. Um, and it take me a little while to get used to that swing, but I'd love to play around with Barkley. No, oh, that was my next pick. I thought for sure. Chuck, Chuck is the man. Like he is just. He's so goddamn funny, dude. I just fucking. I love him. Yeah. He's. Well, he's has any? Hasn't he fixed his swing? Yeah, he's like not not that bad. He was on the match and he won. Yeah, it's not like he used to be by any chance. No, but. he doesn't have that really bad hitch. I was That's I was taking Barkley my next back, dude. What's that? I I, I almost took my top two was Brady and Barkley. Yeah, I was taking him next, dude. Son of a bitch. All right, uh, we talked about this dude last episode. I'm going Happy Gilmore. Uh, to see this motherfucker drive a ball, I would probably be in awe the entire match. Um, and then if you're on the fucking putting green and he pulls out a hockey stick to start putting, I mean, <laughs> doesn't get any better than that. That's so classic. Oh, man. My list is dwindling fast. I, I don't even... <laughs> my list is done. I know. I am literally... I had like five guys written down and they are gone. I I don't even I didn't think of Adam Sandler, but the second you said Happy Gilmore, I was like, oh my god, what a good one. Oh fuck, I <laughs> should have done some prep, big dog. Gotta think fast, Shory. Um, <laughs> I think I would probably go. I would also want somebody that would make us fucking nonstop laugh. I think I would take Portnoy. Oh wow. God, dude. <laughs> I, I don't even know if you would make me laugh. Oh my I God, can't nonstop. Stand nonstop. You either love him or hate him. He definitely has a lot of lovers, and I'm one of them. I I feel like he, I used to think he was like, incredibly funny and i just now i just like don't, i don't know i just don't think he's that funny anymore but um yeah he he does the we thing for the team more than anyone on earth the the, <laughs> the we lost to the warriors last night he does it way more than sure he does uh, it was hard on us <laughs> hard on us all right i'm going with my pick right you yep. go back to back, brother. I'm going with lefty Phil Mickelson. No fucking way, dude. Yeah. I, I was it. like, this would be a bad pick by me if I took him now. No one would. No, no. One would no. Outside Man. of Tiger, he's one of the most electrif- electrifying golfers ever. Okay. Yeah. Back. There's hey. a reason they go to Hey. Brennick legit, and if he plays in a foursome with these like two other guys, he's gonna need to take like thirty million dollars off the bat. Yeah. Fucking Jordan Phil. <laughs> <laughs> you could just he could probably just watch the bets and be like, he's like, please, sorry, you gotta mortgage your house to fucking play in this golf match. Oh, they'll probably bet more than all of our houses combined in one hole. There was a guy today who tweeted out saying that Phil's gonna get blow away that two hundred million dollars in the next year. He's gonna yeah, be gone. Yeah, see how the responses he got was like. Uh, yeah, it wasn't good. Relax, bro. It's like uh, a joke. I Phil's getting a shit ton of flack, but there was an interview Phil had probably years ago, and he talks about all the things he does. Like he walks up to a golf ball, and like he goes through a, a shit ton of different things. And one of the craziest things is that 
he will recognize where the mo pattern, if it's against the ball, you know, like the stripes in the, the on the fairway. Like he he factors that into like how what his yardage is going to be on the shot, and that like that blew my mind. Like I would never even think that would even affect the ball, but yeah. Yeah. crazy. My next guy, and I'm, I'm a little baffled you even said this, Gola, but I'm saying this just to kind of trigger you a little bit, and also he's an amazing human being, Coach K. Yep. And listen, I don't even know that he plays golf. I just know that he's an amazing coach. He'd probably improve my game by like 10 strokes just because of how no great doubt. the coach is. And he's an unbelievable yeah. human being. So I'm going with Coach K. I'm trying to figure out. I've never even heard him playing golf before, but yeah. I. He really was on my list too before you said that. <laughs> coach fucking K. <laughs> Um, my next person, I'm taking another one of my favorite sports players of all time, uh, Big Poppy. I think that, like, every time I feel like if someone hit the ball, he'd be like, oh, and the things he would say and the reactions would just be, to me, hilarious. Um, and then I think that he's probably got a dry that just never ends. So. Give me Big Poppy. Is he another one? Do we, do we know? Did, does he no. play or not? You don't know. No idea. He could just like get a drink and sit in the cart, and I think I would just laugh at him, like talking. Like he'd be one of those people that you're like driving on hole five, going uh, to the tee, and people are playing right next to you, going hole nine, and he's out there talking to them the whole time, like dapping them up, <laughs> hugging them, um, speaking Spanish, all that shit. Holy shit! I'm gonna be speaking Spanish. Holy. Um. Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is. Oh, it's you. My bad. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, I'm good. It gives me more time. It gives you a little bit of time. Uh, I mean, I got Tiger. I might as well go with the guy who's in the debate between the greatest of all time. I'll take Jack. Jack, uh, Niklaus, dude. I'll take Niklaus. Uh, <laughs> that was one of the that was one of the more funnier videos I've ever seen, dude. The best is uh, I saw someone tweet afterwards and said like. Anytime I see that, I can never pronounce it other than Niklaus now. It's like, it's always Niklaus. <laughs> I know. So. so ridiculous. Friggin' the golden bear. Um, Jesus Christ. Dude, how great is that, that clip of him? I, it was quite a few years ago when they were on an absurd green. And oh, my God. Johnny Miller. He's like, you got to put it here. Yeah. And he just Johnny goes Miller's out to show you. I'm like a hundred footer or whatever it was. That was. And, Johnny Miller is one of the most obnoxious fucking guys ever, too. He was fucking... I'm so glad he's not doing calls anymore. Iconic clip. Um, holy shit. This is fucking rugged. I, like, honest to God, don't even know where the fuck to go with this. <laughs> you guys, like, every single one of them was sniped. Um... Jesus. I don't know. I'm just going to take a current player because I think he's like the coolest guy on fucking tour. And I just love to play with him. That's Justin Thomas. I fucking love him. TJT's the man. Um, and then I, because like you, like you ever see the videos, like this was like three, four years ago. It was like Thomas, Speed, Fowler, and like Smiley Kaufman. They were down like Buzzards Bay or something in the Bahamas. And they're just like barefoot, shirt, tarps off 
just mm-hmm. playing golf, just like buckled, driving around the course. I'm like, these guys look like they're a fucking riot to play with. I wonder how good they are when they get loaded. They're probably still like fucking shooting even par, I bet. Or maybe slightly worse. Yeah. They still got to be like. I don't know, just incredible. But, um, all right. Um, this one I just like. I don't know why the hell I thought of it. It's just because I listened to her like an interview with him one time, and he plays in these pro ams all the time, and he's one of my favorite office characters ever, and that's Kevin Malone. So, oh, yeah. whatever his real name is, he was like a is. decent athlete growing up, right? Brian Baumgartner. I fucking what's that? He was like a good athlete growing up, right? I think he was. He's pretty good yeah. at hoops, I think. Yeah, yeah, he um, was. But he he plays in the pro ams and shit all the time, and I don't know. He's like one of my favorite characters. Not my favorite character in the office. So, go Brian Baumgartner. I'm gonna go with uh, I'll go with Steph Curry. Uh, it's funny, like he's like a two handicap, I think it is. Um, he's filthy. And I haven't really seen too many clips of him playing. Oh yeah, he's filthy. Yeah, I mean he's obviously got to be nasty, but it's funny I don't see too many clips of him. Um, it's probably because his team always is playing until middle of June every year. Yeah. So. Yep. He was on that mini golf show. Yeah, he oh. created it. Okay. Was he? Yeah, he was creator. Um, supposedly, I think they just put their name there. But um, I have seen some. I mean, I've seen like probably like seven or eight clips of him golfing, and he is filthy. Um, there's one where he just like smashes a ball. Oh no, he chips it, and it's like a, the most beautiful chip ever, like right close to the pin. And then someone throws him a basketball and like holds up a hoop, and it's a like half court shot, and he swishes it. And it was yeah, like, unplayed, so he... just like right on. Yeah, right on. It was at that. It was in that. Um, the pro am they do at Lake Tahoe. I can't think of the like, which I can't remember like the what the name of it is, but I'm pretty sure it that's the one. Yeah. Um. All right, I gotta talk because we're I'm getting at a a point in world where our podcast is getting so big that I now have found a weed guy. And I figured if I got a weed guy and he's hitting me up on podcasts. I got to try it on podcast. I'm fucking lit, boys. I'm <laughs> <laughs> fucking lit Jerry, right now. I'm watching you, right? I can see you on the screen. And I'm just I'm looking still at you laughing, just, and I'm watching you watch giggling me. giggling over nothing. I was watching you watch me, and I was fucking... I was shouting, so, yeah, I hold on. I, I, I want to I wanna, I wanna bring this back here. So, you got a weed guy now. Because he listens to the podcast, some random. It happened once. You guys were bashing Tatum. I said I'm gonna I'm gonna have a hit. I don't do it often, right? But um, this is how I mean I do it so little that my weed guy was like, hey, uh, you need a grinder. Uh, make sure you grind that up nice. And I'm like, I don't what speak to me. Oh wait 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 wait. wait. We know who your weed guy is, then, right? Because we I was there when you had the conversation with this individual. Yes. That's okay. weed guy. Can't Jesus can't give away Christ. his name. Not sure if this is legal. Um, I'm sure it is. Uh, but I would never want to give away my weed guy. What if he gave away my weed to someone else because they asked? Uh, I was like I'm feeling lit right now. And then when you mentioned the whole grinder thing, I'm like, I drove by you Saturday playing golf, 
And I heard you having this conversation with an individual. And I'm like, wait, is this the same person? I saw today online that uh, Snoop Dogg has his own blunt roller, his own personal blunt roller, and he pays him forty to fifty thousand dollars a year to be his blunt roller. <laughs> <laughs> if that's so not the me. most absurd thing you've ever heard. <laughs> what a job! What are you? I'm the blunt roller for uh, Snoop Dogg. Double G. You ever heard of him? It's great. Um, my next pick. I'm gonna go with it. I I. I'd probably get bashed this, but I'm going to go with another guy who's just never going to make me stop laughing. Um, not going for competitive. Um, I'm going for Pat McAfee. Mm. He was on my list, big dog, too. Ooh. Love that guy. Love Pat McAfee. Me, too. He's awesome. He's an electric factory. That's for sure. I feel like, I feel like him and Portnoy together are uh, some of the best duos there is. Is that your first not New England person? Yeah, that's my first. That's my first one. Mm-hmm. Brennick for two. I'm surprised you didn't go with this one, Sherry. Bill Belichick. Thought about it, but Sorry, I didn't go for be boring. Sure, he hates him. <laughs> he, he may be. He may be. But I feel like he, you know, if we have, have a, a little bit more to the right, right there. We bat, have a bad hole. We're on to number seven. We're on to the seven. He'd shoot one and be like, ball, do your job. Do your job. I know like, we're all different people like when we're at work and stuff, but I feel like there's no one bigger when they're at work. Like, they change more from when they're at work to like when you see him at a game. I feel like he looks like he's the coolest dude like when he goes to like, Celtics games yeah. and stuff like that. It's fucking awesome. All right, my last pick. I'm going with Big Andy Sherry. I would just, love, I would just love to play around golf with Big Andy Sherry. Oh, I don't know if you agree with probably that. Probably the answer. greatest, probably the greatest Andy Sherry ever born. First of all, <laughs> facts. And facts. he just, the problem is he'd be talking in your back when quite a bit because he doesn't, he never stops. But there wouldn't no be doubt. a lot of conversation. So love that guy. Does he, play has, much? Does he play much? Rumor has it he's getting back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, he he did used to play, and I guess he used to be pretty decent. <clears throat> and then he stopped playing for like 10 years. Um, and then I was like, Dad, you got to get back into it. Like, I'll go up to Oakdale with you, whatever. And uh, he was like, I don't know, I don't know. And then he came down the other day, and we went to the driving range. And then he came down again today, and he was like, got my clubs. Got them out. So <laughs> he's them sucked, he's again. he took my, my grandfather. So when my grandfather passed away. He had like new clubs. So he took those. So these are new clubs to him too. So he's excited about that. So you, your wish may be granted sooner than later. I hope so. I hope so. I forgot who I was going to take. Oh man. <laughs> that weed man's a killer. Jesus Christ, sorry. I have no idea who it's going to be. Um, Are your eyes even open right now? No. <laughs> no. Um, I'm going to go... Let's go... You just, you just got distracted by your own little thing. Kev, you, Kev, you know what you're going to pick? Yeah. You can go. 
And I, I it will be, it will, it will not be taking yours. I know it won't. I'm gonna take a trade right here. A first ever draft first trade. Ever trade. <laughs> draft trade. All right. Um, you guys might be like, oh, it's fucking stupid, blah blah blah. But maybe Keith will agree with me in this one. I used to play golf with my wife a lot, dude. I used to do it quite a bit. And ever since we've had kids, we don't really get the opportunity to. So I would love to play a round of golf with that sweet ass. <laughs> Funny. I like that. And uh, hopefully she listens to the podcast. She's welcome anytime. Yeah. Um, the problem is you guys don't have like an immediate babysitter. So that, that always makes it a little tricky. It does. Um, I'm going to go with The Rock. I'm Dust. taking Dwayne Johnson, dude. I think he'd be a fucking riot. I think, like, he's the, like, he's got to be one of the coolest men alive. He might be. What about Stone Cold? I thought about it, but uh, I just feel like The Rock in that atmosphere is, like, probably one of the ultimate people, people, like, people persons in the world like i don't think there's anyone that doesn't like the rock do you think stone cold would wear a knee brace when he plays golf no doubt dude <laughs> yeah. gotta protect those acls yeah dola me Fish so up. i was actually i was actually gonna kind of go with the i don't want to say sentimental wasn't gonna go with a celebrity or anything like that KG kind of sniped it from me, but I was, I'm going to still go with it because I just am, but I uh, grew up playing with him quite a bit. I would love to play another round of golf with my grandfather. That's what I was like, doing. Every time I went up there, the guy was up there. Yeah. He was up there quite a bit. I'd like, and I, 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 I would honestly go I'd like, I mean, I'd lo- I don't care how old he was, but I really kind of would like to be able to like go back in time and play around with him when he was like 25 or 30. Cause mm. from what I hear, he was a fucking stick. Like I think he won the club championship there up at Oakdale a few times. Like the guy was, uh, he was pretty goddamn good. So I would have liked to see him, um, back in his heyday, but even if he was 75, it'd still be good. Yeah. Yep. That's it. I was gonna think there was one more, but that's it. Um, that's it, man. I forgot to write down Kev and Gola's third and fourth I, round picks. I, was... I got them all. Yeah, what's your third and your fourth? Uh, Jack Nicklaus and Steph Curry. <laughs> and then Gola took uh, Justin Thomas and Brian Baumgartner. I was gonna try to name these teams, and I feel like mine and Keith were really easy. Um, but I don't think your yours two your two had good. They were just a really good mix up of player people. Like like, Mike's like, has got to be the old coach. I mean, they're all guys that are at least fifty five, sixty years old. Yeah. Besides Phil, Phil's the youngest one, and he's like the oldest PGA guy there is. Well, was. Mine was gonna be called the podcast. Portnoy, fucking McAfee. Mine's like I, the I goats. Mine's the goats probably. Tiger Jack, greatest, you know, they all every time, you know, ever do it. Happy's the greatest driver. Steph's the greatest three point shooter. Kate's the greatest wife and mother in the world. So, I mean, there, there you go. go. I mean, I disagree with that. If you had to I, name your own goals, what would it be? I have no fucking idea. Yeah, but if you had to, life's on the line, gun to your head. Life's on the line, gun to my head? 
Yeah, you're gonna Ooh. die for it. If it wasn't if it wasn't for Tony Fagola and Justin Thomas, you guys are a pretty thick team there, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's a good answer. Some pretty big dudes. The units? Yeah, the units. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh shit. Uh, good stuff. Well, I'd I like to a Gary player. He's a legend. Yeah, but then the guy he'd just be doing push ups and sit ups all fucking around <laughs> and I'd just get annoyed with it. Did you see when he teed off at the Masters? He's He's like 86 years old, and he absolutely striped one down the middle. They say he does like fucking like 500 sit-ups and push-ups a day. He's a fucking freak. Uh, so I saw this online the other day. There, I don't know what golf course was, some random one in the United States. But in between like one of the holes, like on the drive over to the next hole, they have a little like um, usually they'll have like bathrooms on some holes, you know, in between or like a water stand. This one has a fucking little tiny um like a soda dispenser machine but it's only iced tea and only lemonade so you can make an arnold palmer right that. there in between that's absolutely money that's so fucking cool i did see that that's that dude yeah i uh once again thanks thanks keith kjb being on um the top golfer of the weekend uh maine's biggest competition we appreciate having you on and uh, stepping in last minute and answering all of our questions and jumping in the draft. Probably Thanks, be back sometime. I can't wait till next time to play because Vet's going to be involved and there's nobody I want to beat more than you, OJ, and then Vet. <laughs> I bet one of that happens. Um, Which one? Beating Vet. I hope Vet listens to this podcast. Yeah. He does listen to it once in a while because he'll text me about random shit. So. Yep. Well. He's like I said, he's already uh, he's already running his up. mouth. So he's gonna fucking dust well, everybody. So. Vet's running his mouth. He could be a partner. So if that happens, you. you guys I, Well, I will tell you this. You if can't be doing. I that. will, Keith. I love you to death. But in most situations, when you're in the same group as Vet, not on the same team, he kind of gets in your head a little bit. No, he's a kid, Draymond Green. He's your Draymond, dude. Nobody gets in my <laughs> head. Nobody can get in my head. The only time he's, we he's ever play golf is at Sugarloaf, the hardest course in the state of Maine, and we play from the freaking black tees. So, yeah, that's, I that's not the also, that... but doesn't He sucks, too. <laughs> you heard it here first. I don't think I said the word interesting once this episode. I said I would not. So um, I said it a record of 74 times last one. So good job by me. Um, interesting. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just was on my head last time. It was interesting. Anyways, <clears throat> thanks for listening. You guys thanks for listen jumping on. your own podcast? Oh, yeah. You got to get better that way. It's not even weird. It was weird like three times, and then it was like, all right. Oh, this is good. This sucks. This is good. This sucks. This is good. Yeah. This sucks. It, it's funny because, like, during the episode, like, while we're recording, like, if someone says something funny, I laugh at it. But then, like, when I re-listen to it, I laugh at it again. So it's like, it still yeah. gives me, it still yeah. gives me humor. I like. And then that. we usually text the group. I, like, I haven't done it yet, but I keep telling myself one of these days, like, driving in, I'm gonna like put on one of the first couple episodes because I feel like things have gotten so much better in terms of like flow and just like how we yeah the, just us talking and shit like that because I feel like the first couple episodes was we butchered a lot of shit but um yeah 
kind of just listen to it to try to fucking improve some more on shit. All right. I came in hot. I'm leaving hot. Thank you for for coming on, Keith. We appreciate it. Give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, subscribe. And we appreciate all the feedback. We love you. Peace. Thanks, guys.